Welcome, you are listening to Links at Bain & Gray, a catalogue of podcasts centred on all things business support in the workplace. Our aim is to bring you interesting and relevant content that will keep you up to date and thriving in your role. Today I'm talking to Lindsay Taylor, co-founder of Your Excellency, author, trainer and podcaster and NLP practitioner. Absolutely, lots of titles there. Thank there you, is. Trey. I, look, I look forward to discovering <laughs> about all of them, I'm hoping, in our in our podcast today. Welcome. Thank you for taking the time out um, for joining us um, and our listeners. For the benefit of our listeners, would you just give me a brief synopsis of your career history and kind of what's brought you to date to your excellency and what you're doing now? Absolutely. Uh, firstly, thank you so much for inviting me along as well. Looking forward to chatting with you, Trey. So um, my career started off as an EA and PA. I worked both UK and US, took a little bit of time oh. out to be mum to two children that are no longer children and are both adults now. Um, and then in 2007, my husband and I set up Your Excellency Limited, um, a uh, training and coaching organisation specialising in supporting EAs, PAs, executive support professionals. Um, so I always say to people, you know, having been a PA and EA, I've kind of been there, done that, worn the T-shirt, understand the diversity of the role, really some of those challenges that you face. And I think that's quite important when you're sharing learning and development that you kind of understand what the PAEA role um, is about, you know, what the expectations mm. are, and actually how you can help some of the EAs and PAs with some of those challenges as well. So, so that's interesting because, I mean, you glossed over a quite um, it was long a big career. span of time, wasn't it? It <laughs> was, quick, yes, yes. Very quickly. Um, but so just tell me a little bit about the sort of roles you were doing when you were a PA and an executive assistant, and then what was yeah. that light bulb moment that made you think about your excellency and how that so, came about? So um, I was working, <laughs> quite amusing actually, for those UK listeners listening, I did work for Woolworths for a, for a time, and people used to joke and say I was working on the pick and mix counter, which would have been very lovely. But um, I was working one of their regional offices, um, relocated to the head office on Marlebone road for a while. Um, I then worked for um, an American organisation called Transamerica, whose head office is in um, San Francisco. It's that um, right. pyramid building. They do lots of, uh, lots of uh, sponsorship of sports um, right. events. Um, so I relocated from Hertfordshire with Transamerica over to Chicago for a couple of years. So um, really wide-ranging roles as, as a PA and an EA. Um, I had a team of PAs that I supported when I was in the UK. In the US, I worked in um, an attorney's uh, department, which was very different. Um, the culture in the States was very different as well, which I think really kind of helped me understand the differences in work across the world as well so I love traveling too yeah. I've already said to you I'm on holiday on Friday as we yes. record this so I'm <laughs> gearing down. <laughs> so do you recognize then in some of the people you're training today and some of the challenges they're faced with as similar to what you experience as a PA or executive assistant or are they quite different today's challenges? I think there are the underlying similar challenges around um, sort of supporting sometimes quite strong-willed um, senior leadership team members. I think the challenges have probably grown over time, particularly obviously with the use of technology. I mean, I'm going back to when I worked as a PA, yeah, it was back in the 90s, the 2000s. So obviously <clears throat> the technology wasn't really wasn't what it is today. And I think, you know, there's, there's regularly kind of this scaremongering that our roles are going to be like deleted out by by AI and robots and digitization and actually that can be a bit of a, a bit of a scare for lots in the profession but I do think you know it 
taking technology and using it to the best of your advantage is really seeing it as an opportunity rather than a threat so I definitely think that's that's something you know four five six years ago was seen as something that was as you say going to sort of replace parts of the more junior levels business support roles perhaps rather than the executive assistant necessarily but it hasn't been the case it hasn't come to fruition has it I mean I think you know with the with the PAEA role and supporting sort of senior leadership team members and your team there really has to be that human connection and whilst it's good to embrace the technology that's available to try and make your roles easier, um, you know what? Nothing is ever going to, to change that kind of human connection that you have, and you know, ideally, that that brilliant working relationship that you have with your yep. executive that you're supporting. You know, I'm a big believer in kind of that human connection. So absolutely, and especially at that senior end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? So how did the transition into training come about? Um, so it's a bit of a journey, really. I, I did I did skip over many years very quickly for you there, Trey. But I um, I trained um, when I was when I was mum. I also trained as a nursery nurse, and I absolutely loved the oh. whole sort of psychology of of how children soak up information and how they learn. And it really was, I suppose, a a, a kind of a amalgamation of all of the things that I love becoming a trainer and setting up your excellency with with my husband we're a family-run business Uh Um, it was really sort of an amalgamation of all the things that I love that I'm passionate about so the EAPA role the fact that I love how our brains can soak up information and we can have that learning mindset but also wanting to advocate the the profession to help EAs and PAs to understand that they can employ new ways of doing things that they can think differently that they can create create those brilliant working relationships with their executives. So it, it was a real mix, I suppose, setting up the the, the business and realising you mentioned earlier, you no, know, I'm a practitioner in NLP, which is all about how you and other people tick, which is a fascinating subject. 100%, yeah. And, you know, I realised when I was doing my NLP training, you know, this is stuff that I would have absolutely loved to have when I was a PA. Why would you not want to understand how your own mind works and then how your executive's mind works and how you can then create that connection and work better together if you can be sort of flexible with your thinking? Mm. It's, uh, yeah, I, really interesting. I think the NLP side, which... Um, for anyone unsure, it's neuro-linguistic programming. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, a way of engagement, of yes. understanding people, relationships and yes. skills and challenges and tasks mm. and affecting all of those better, yes. really. Yeah. In, in order to achieve all the things you need and want to achieve. And lots of our um, lots of our programmes, lots of our learning and development have that foundation with NLP, although we don't always share it because some people are a little bit scared by the, it's quite scary mm. sounding neuro-linguistic programming, but actually if you cut through it, it is about how you and other people tick and you know, mm. I, I just find thinking, have that awareness of how you behave and your sort of patterns of behaviour and others, and then you can use that to your advantage. Then, you know, amazing, amazing stuff, yeah, really. Absolutely. So you referenced there that uh, there is a bit of NLP in the foundation of, of, mm-hmm. of a lot of your training. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about what training is on offer um, for executive assistant PAs or yeah, yeah. So um, particularly from us, I suppose, with, with 15, 16 years, sorry, now in business, you know, there's, we've got a huge range of uh, topics and subjects that we can deliver we can deliver training in um, we've got two main programs the first of which is for um, those that want to break into the PA profession or those that are working as a PA but they kind of want that that um, evidence that they're using and employing the most up-to-date strategies and 
learning. And that's our what's called the Essential PA program. And it incorporates an off-core regulator qualification. Um, I'm going to sound a little bit like I've quoted this before now, Trey. It's the only qualification on the off-core register that uses PA in its title. So it's absolutely relevant to the profession, absolutely um, current and up-to-date as well, the materials that we share. So and it's, it's just really nice when you can come out with that certificate that you can add to your CV, add to your resume, you know, put on your LinkedIn profile and say, yes, I've got this recognised qualification here. I know I'm employing the most up-to-date thinking and strategies. So, And it is the only one that uses PA on the off-call register, the, the title there. So. And it's interesting you say that's for both career transitioners as mm-hmm. well as you know, established yeah. PAs yeah. who can, I suppose, cement what the skill set that they've learned in their job. And, Absolutely. And, and the lovely thing with getting together a cohort of learners as well, where you've got that that, that mix, you know, the, those that are coming up the ranks to be a PA or want to join the PA profession, plus those that maybe have a few years' experiences. We always say every learning experience is an opportunity to network, and it's about learning from each other as well. So there's obviously different sort of... Um, areas of expertise, different skill sets, um, different levels of experience. And sharing that, you know, adds another kind of dynamic, really, to the learning the learning yeah. uh, cohort. So how, how might you measure or how do you measure the effectiveness of the training? Uh, lovely question. You, you did send me over a list of questions. I frowned a little bit at that one tray while I was thinking about it. Um, lots of ways, I suppose. First and foremost, it would be feedback from the learner themselves you know and Mm -hmm. one of the one of the really lovely things is that we've discovered is that many PAs come out at the end of any of our programs with us and they say that it's that boosting confidence that they've got which I think is just such a great takeaway you know sometimes the the skills that we're sharing may be, may be practices and things that the PA is already doing, but they may need to tweak them slightly and or they discover that the things they're doing are actually attributed to some top business guru. You know, they've got a, a copyrighted theoretical name to them or a registered trademark on it. And actually that can really add that that boost of confidence because they, the PA will then realise, you know, I'm doing this stuff. I may need to change it slightly, but actually I am doing it and it's proven that it works. And actually that that boost of confidence is mm. just really lovely. So we uh, that that would definitely be one of the main takeaways. And obviously, when we hear from our PA clients, you know, and our learners and our graduates, if they've had that promotion, if they've then have the confidence to step up to apply for different positions or take on board more responsibility, then you know, you know, brilliant. It's job well done, and it's and I just, think that speaks volumes, yes, doesn't it? I mean, it's yes. lovely to have that uh, sort of feeling of better self worth, and mm-hmm. you know what you're doing with your job that mm-hmm. bit more. But really, if it's people working towards a promotion or, or to increase their skill set yeah. for whatever reason that they're looking to yeah. to seek slightly different um, change in their career path, mm-hmm. then, then that speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. So in terms of, you've been established, I think, to, since two, 2007. Yes. Um, what's changed during that time with, with training requirements? Oh, goodness. So, so, so much. I mean, um, I think, you know, when we, when we set up, there were a, a handful maybe of PAEA trainers, which was great. And I think now, you know, that there are so many resources, there's so many trainers out there that, that want to help you in your profession, that kind of advocate or cheerlead this profession, which is just really, really lovely. And it is a real community. That's the thing I think that's really grown over those over those years that we've been in business. It's PAs coming together and recognising that it's not just them that are maybe having a challenging Monday mm. or challenging day and that some of the challenges they're experiencing, others are as well. And actually 
there is benefit in getting together and sharing those challenges and talking about, okay, so what did you do in that situation, you know, and and getting inputs from, as I say, top business gurus, from learning and development specialists as well. I think that's absolutely key in terms of the um, isolation of their roles. Yes. Um, You know, it's something we at Bain and Gray hear a lot from, you know, Mm. the more senior people get, the lonelier the position is. And it's it's hard to sort of find... um, peers or, or, yeah. or a network in yeah. that forum and I think and I think sometimes as well it's it's almost educating some of the PAs that there are these resources available to them mm. there are so many there were so many advocates out there including me that really want to help you in your profession that can signpost you to different people that can support you you know and if it's we have a really great business friends program actually where we um, bring on board people um, sort of individuals companies that have particular expertise that's outside of our realm of expertise and we can then draw on them to help our PA clients as well so Mm. sort of IT training or or recruitment support or whatever else that is you know we we can kind of signpost our PAs and EAs to those resources and say look we can give you first name introduction you know they're really going to want to help you because there are people there that absolutely are there to help Mm. you and reach out to them. Because I think looking at your programme of training, the the one thing is those IT skills that we, you know, get asked for typically at Bain & Gray. Mm. But that's great that you're, you say, you know, you've got connections yeah, with we these don't do, we friends. don't do IT skills, but we definitely can signpost you to someone. To the right people. Can, so yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, what in terms of, I think you answered this earlier, actually, but in terms of the of, of the qualification, so they're, they're accredited, these courses, all of all of your courses, yes. are they? So the, um, the Essential PA programme is the only qualification that we do. Right. The other programme that we do um, is the mini MBA programme for mm-hmm. senior and executive assistants. That's an accredited programme. So rather than being a qualification, it has an accreditation and it's accredited by the IAM, Institute of Administrative Management who are one of the oldest professional bodies for business admin managers in the UK. So it means, like the qualification, we've obviously had to meet stringent quality standards to to, um, gain that accreditation. We need to maintain that every year as well. So it makes sure that all of our materials are current, they're up to date. All of our trainers as well are qualified trainers so that you know you're getting that that kind of benchmark in in the learning and development that you're going to receive from us. Amazing. And no doubt that sort of rigour and discipline you apply across all the unaccredited um, courses yes, that you Yes, you, you so we've, to. Yeah, we've got one and two day courses, accredited, non-accredited, but, you know, yep. just such a wealth of materials. And I think... One of the things that we we truly believe, well, that's a few things we truly believe in your excellency, but one of the things we do believe is that you have to be easy to to do business with. You know, if a PA comes to us and says, you know what, I've got a really specialist sort of uh, need for learning and development here. What can you do for me? We would we would try our absolute hardest to pull together a program that's going to meet their needs and wants. And it could be very different to to another PA that comes to us. Mm. And we can do we can do bespoke training. We can do tailor tailor made training. You know, and and make sure sure that we're pulling on board the the right experts to deliver that training as well for them. Amazing. So uh, tell us about some of the detail behind your MBA. What what does that involve? Love the mini MBA program. Absolutely love it. And I'm saying I love it, but it's um I don't co- I don't facilitate that program. I was uh, instrumental in pulling together the the materials, but this is very much uh, Malcolm's Malcolm's uh, facilitation the mini MBA program. So Malcolm's my um, co-director and husband, a partner in crime, partner in everything. 
Um, so he um, is a former uh, finance director, um, got lots of experience working in industry um, and absolutely um, kind of gets the whole EAPA profession and advocating that. And I think he's, I'm going to be biased here because he is my husband, but I do think he's very good at kind of cutting through the jargon, explaining thing, things in a way that really makes sense so that the our PA clients can go away and they can put this into practice straight away. And we're, we're very much for cutting through that jargon, for explaining things in really user-friendly terms and making the learning applicable. It has to be, you have to understand what the purpose is of taking on board this learning and using it. You know, you can... We regularly say you can go along to a conference, you go along to a training session, you can learn something. But unless you really understand the impact of of using that learning and applying it, then that, that's the important element that, there. You know, the what have you learned? Way. What are you going to do with this learning? Mm-hmm. How, when, and where will you apply it? That's the uh, that's the benefit and the uh, the emphasis there. Yeah. What um, is this something one needs to take time off work and the training? How are they How are they structured? Like okay, practically. Yeah, so the um, Essential PA programme, which is the qualification programme, is five one-day training courses that are attended virtually. Um, after each training course, you are expected to submit a written assignment. So there is some sort of self-study there and some we expect you to do some extra research, some extra reading and really kind of uh, uh, immerse yourself in the learning. But we spread that programme over the course of eight months, so it gives you time to do your research. It gives you time to do your assignment writing. The um, mini MBA program is a five-month program. The original program is a blended learning program. So you have a combination of one-hour pre-recorded sessions and then three-hour live sessions which are held in our virtual academy. Um, so there are set dates, obviously, for the for the live three hours, but the 60-minute ones you can revisit, you can watch in your own time. Really exciting. The last couple of weeks, we launched the Mini MBA as a fully on-demand program as well. We know that kind of the whole sort of um, work environment has changed and everyone wants a little bit more flexibility, you know, whether Mm. they're working in the office or from home or wherever they're kind of rocking up and working. Um, The on-demand program is purely pre-recorded training videos um, with the same content as the on-demand. But obviously, you have that total flexibility to do that learning in your own time. Which is going to make it it so much more accessible to someone. it will. I'm hoping it's really going to open it up for so much more yeah, people yeah. so tell me about lunch and learn what's that all about La- I love my lunch and learns one went out today so lunch and learn is um you can sign up to this it's a Monday lunchtime email um, I say it arrives into your inbox with an energetic ping provides motivation inspiration from Monday particularly on a gloomy day as well um this morning was very frosty when I typed out my my Monday lunch and learn um these are uh, free training tips and tricks Um, And they are also the very best way to stay in touch with what's going on here at Your Excellency, but also what's going on for our business friends and what's going on in the PAEA community as well. So... And the, the voice of it's me that types the lunch and learns, it's very much my voice. So hopefully you're getting it's very down to earth. It's very fun. Yeah. It's very friendly. And I think, you know, um, having those lunch and learns, as I say, on a Monday lunchtime can just be that little bit of inspiration or enthusiasm that you need, you know, to, to start your week off right. So yeah. do you find you have different candidates um, on courses across different types of arrangements in terms of some come to lunch and learn they follow up and then they do one of your extended Mm -hmm. courses 
courses is that yeah I think you know what what we what we what we try to do and what we're still trying to do is to make sure that we are uh, using different platforms different ways of learning for all of our PAEA clients so the lunch and learns are are written emails so obviously that's great if you want to sort of do your reading we obviously do our blended learning so you've got those pre-records you've got those live sessions the lovely thing is that there are more sort of um, in-person face-to-face training sessions coming up again which is just delightful after the whole uh, two and a half three years of of being behind a screen so uh, we we are a fully functioning virtual academy however if anyone wants me to go somewhere and do an in-person event then absolutely I'm I'm there we're all getting a bit more excited oh we are we are absolutely yes yeah so you do find candidates coming back for more they do come come back and look at different types yes that's that's a really lovely thing as well I said you know that the feedback we get is really great from our from our learners and we make sure that we do stay in touch with them where they are very much kind of our our PAEA clients and we're really proud to kind of follow their learning journey after they've completed a program with us of course we're going to let them know you know okay the next step of your learning could be you know if you've done the essential PA program the next step could be the mini MBA or it could be you know um, listening to I've got a podcast listening to my podcast or or um, you know look out for some more on-demand training because we've got so much in the pipeline that we want to want to do to support our PA clients so yeah, absolutely. We stay in touch with everybody. Well, amazing. I mean, I was just about to say, you sound like you've got everything covered. So what next for your excellency? Um, obviously, continuing with what we have, but I'd really like to increase our on-demand programmes. So I do think that that extra flexibility for PAs and EAs to be able to access training when they like, you know, and, and where they like as well, wherever they are in the world. At the moment, we only have um, two, we, I'm saying only have, we have two programmes, Trey, on the Um, on the on-demand platform that we use. So there is my A to Z digital training course, which is based on my book that I have. And then there's the mini MBA on demand, which was literally released just a week or so ago. Um, I'm already thinking... I should be I should be working this year on pulling together um, an on-demand uh, qualification because I do think that would give a lot more accessibility to to many EAs and PAs as well. It's going to take a little bit of thinking because obviously there's the assignment writing there and it would still need the assignments to be marked, internally verified. But if we can build up that on-demand platform and have those programs to supplement the other things that we do I do think you know it's going to be really great for so many more across the world yeah I think I mean I do think that online learning has grown enormously Mm. hasn't it during the pandemic in all sorts of different areas so great to have this accessible for for the business support community tell me about your book um, so my book, I, th- I was trying to work out when I originally published it and I forgot to check that on my way here, but I, I um, issued a second edition at the end of last year. So um, it's called the A to Z Pearls of Wisdom for Executive PAs. Um, in, in essence, it's 26 chapters, A through to Z, and each chapter is a new kind of a pearl of wisdom, a new topic to um, learn so about. So we start with assertiveness, which is a top ask and want of many in the profession. And we finish with the Z, which is zealous, which if you look up the word would uh, would make lots of EAs and PAs be nodding their head wildly at that word. Mm. So <laughs> would it be fair to ask you just to plump for what's what's under F? Under F? Um, oh, F is a lovely one, actually. It's all about feedback. And um, I think it's called, I don't know whether I changed it on my second edition, but it's um, feedback to self and it's not flibbity gibbet because it's, uh, yes, it's a lovely word. Yeah, good one. (laughs) 
Thank you, Lindsay. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. Um, Today you've been listening to Lindsay Taylor from Your Excellency. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome.